the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Blake, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons. Yeah, Dr. make sure Calvin you talk Fitch. into the, uh, into yeah. the microphone but Jerry's there. taught me everything I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, encourage you to come on by, Milberger's. It's a pretty day, not a cloud in the sky. Uh, no breeze. I'll have to turn the fans on us in a minute. I forgot to do that. But, uh, yeah, or call us at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. All right, Trace is here, so let's take a... <laughs> take a break? Yeah, we just started. We can't take a break. What's going on, Trace? It was funny. Oh, good. I'm glad you, I'm glad you like that. Yeah. You get to start the show off. What's going on? Oh, it's just a beautiful day. Yeah, it is a beautiful day. Sitting out a cloud in the sky, no breeze, feels nice out here, and uh, lots and lots and lots and lots of color. Got some plants that we hadn't had in a while. What, yeah. what, what? Oh, uh, Calvin bought did, some of them. Yeah, Calvin looked like he filled up two carts. You know, <laughs> he came back with two car, empty carts. Did, did you really? No, there, were, uh, there was a lot of customers, so the, the wagons were getting at that. No, oh, they're being uh, used. So I just drugged well, thank you. a couple of them back with me. Um, so he, he first thing he did this morning is he hit the red porter weed. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, yeah, they're they're, they're so nice. And he was so happy; he was like practically skipping back to his car after he bought it. Well, and then and then of course they go along with the uh, uh, tropical uh, milkweed that's here, and uh, lots of other. Greg's other mist. There's uh, mm. yeah, and there uh, Jerry, you remember that. Uh, in the old days when we were looking for the uh, um, yellow shrimp shrimp plant, yeah, there oh, it is. Yeah, there it is. Oh wow, that's, that's cool. A, yeah, that's that a nice, that's that a nice plant. That little lady, she's passed me. Oh no! What the little lady that Calvin's talking about? It lives in his neighborhood and was growing that yellow oh, the yellow shrimp plant that oh. we were so taken with, and uh, when we we got back. On the radio, we looked down. I said, "I've never seen that for sale." It was right there, right in front of the. <laughs> oh well. Oh, the other thing I had to uh, had a, that customer this this morning uh, was looking for uh, Venka. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I kind of looked over there and I said, "Well, gosh, there's about." <laughs> Six tables full of vinco over there, every color you can think of. I wanted to ask her where she got that information. Oh, yeah. Because she was saying uh, vinca periwinkle. 
and periwinkle. Yeah, as though it was a like core, like the Cora Vinca, yeah. the periwinkle Vinca. She was thinking it like that. Yeah. Well, I guess she could have been thinking of the, the ground cover days or something. Yeah. yeah. Could have, or periwinkle could be a color in her mind. I, I, I think it was this Vinca, because I, but I did not, I didn't even think about that uh, ground cover situation. Oh. I kept, well, she was. She responded to the colors, so I think that that was uh, that was what, what she was after. She especially liked the, the those pure white ones, and then there's these white ones with the red centers, which are yeah, are nearly as spectacular. And the hummingbirds are back. Got got a guy right there. What is he on? Oh yeah, he's on he's on little um, oh jeez. Face. What is that? What is that? I haven't seen him yet. So I'm oh, yeah, yeah, about. yeah. It's right up. On the red. Oh, that's pink, and that's skullcap. Skullcap. Yeah, oh, skull. it's pink. Okay. Skullcap. So it looks a lot. Looks a lot like our uh, Greggy eye. Yeah, yeah, that's what I. Little, little female, I guess. I couldn't see that close. You got your camera. You can zoom <laughs> in and take a picture. But there, there is the uh, wonderful. Um, porter weed and uh, the mist flower that Chris is talking about is right over there too. Oh, and there's another thing over there, the cuffia. We haven't seen that for a while. The bat face? Uh, yeah, bat we got face, bat yeah. face and over here we got the cigar. Oh, cool. You know why they call it cigar, Milton? No. So when the bloom first opens. Yeah. Smells like cigar? No. <laughs> Looks like a cigar? It, it, it'll Pops like a little pollen, and the bloom and the bloom is elongated oh. like a cigar. So, when the bloom opens, it's like a puff of smoke coming out. Oh, very cool. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. He'll be over there examining. I'm not advocating the smoking part of it. Yeah. That's that's uh, my understanding of the name. No, your plant should not smoke. Please don't let your plant smoke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. 210-308-8867. And let's see. I think we're out of the Laura Bush Petunias. Maybe. Maybe? Oh, okay. I didn't go look. Okay. I, I couldn't look over there where they were and couldn't see them. Well, they, they would have been put with the other six-pack Vinca. Oh. That's my yeah. assumption. Oh, okay. So that uh, would be... Uh, I think it's the last table to, on your right. Last table. Okay. I'll look again and say... Uh, later. But yeah, gosh, but I bet they were blooming, which probably would have made them pretty popular. Uh, the second those get into bloom, they go. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So Jerry's going to get us some more? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's over. No, Jerry's not even shy about answering we're, that. No. <laughs> the uh, peppers that we've been talking about. Or yeah, there's lots of peppers. peppers and the hot ones, we got, too. We finally got some Oscar okra in this week. Oh, oh very cool. It's limited, but we do have it. Good. It's time to plant it. Got to give David that plug. Did, okay. little, did little Davey come up with that? Uh, that's my understanding is he's, oh, uh, yeah. he's, he's the one. He uh, He's taken growing, you know, the, the last, I got the picture with him in the middle of it, Oscar, at the Botanical Garden. And I don't know if I got, got that on the Internet or not, but uh, I've used it in presentations to show that it's, little David's about five feet tall. Always. Maybe a little more. <laughs> yeah, little and, he'll be calling. <laughs> yeah. I'm five and a half. Five uh, and a half. <laughs> but I've got it standing in the middle, and that Oscar okra, full of seed, by the way, is uh, is about uh, six feet, a little bit wow. over. Wow. A little bit over. Well, I, I had a few that uh, volunteered 
that came oh, that, you. that came up that I just noticed. So they're ready. Yeah, they're ready for action for sure. I can't understand that. I guess they must like hot weather, huh? Oh yeah. And hot weather as long as they get some water. Oh hey, uh, I'll ask you. So you have uh, Sinisa. Do you still have any? Yes. Are they blooming? I don't know. Okay. Because I saw some on the side of the road now that are blooming. These were just on a... Mine are. Yours are blooming? Okay. We know what that means. We're going to get rain soon. They have like a two-week uh, window. Really? They bloom. Yeah, I give them two weeks. Oh, you know, it's going to wow. be it's going to be tough because the forecast is not you know, very uh, you promising. Know, I, I heard some uh, stuff about forecasts and the weather and... Uh, I'm just saying, sometimes the computer models will pick it, and the people who read the computer models will go, no, that's not right. Oh, no. Yeah, so I bet you the Sinisa knows something those meteorologists don't know. Now, next year will be talking about the COVID inoculation. It's not working. No, this, 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 this was based on the, it was interesting, it's based on hurricanes. And they said that uh, one of the reasons that Harvey wasn't predicted to get as much rain was the computer model said it. It was going to be this rainy, as rainy as it was. And the uh, meteorologists were like, that, that doesn't seem right. That's not, so it's kind of human error. They, 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 they nixed it. So now they've become, I think, a little more believers in the computer model. But, you know, the Sinisa know better. Those old timers, they knew what they were talking about. I've always said that weatherman is the only job you can hold. Be wrong 99% <laughs> of the time and still collect a paycheck. Yeah. So, anyway, we'll see. I'll give wow. him two. We'll give him two weeks. Lucky Steve Brown's not still practicing. Yeah. He'd be after us. He yeah. would be. Well, you're the one that said it, Calvin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, Calvin said that. Calvin did. Okay. 210-308-8867. Do you ever check on Steve? Uh, occasionally, yeah. Uh, we, uh, he, of course, is active gardening still and uh, lots of uh, friends that he hangs out with. And So, so do you look? And he, Whoops. So do you look in the obituary, Kevin? Is that the way you check on? No, I don't. Uh, uh. Do. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Oh, there's some pretty um, hibiscus, kind of a kind of a reddish green, a real, uh, reddish orange. Uh, oh, and is everybody excited about the blood moon? Uh, wow. Based on that response, I would think no. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a lunar eclipse and a blood moon. You're not excited? No. Tell us, remind us what, why we should be excited. I don't know. It's just a, a natural phenomenon. Just different. Is it uh, kind of like seeing new hummingbirds? or? Yeah, kind of, yeah. but it's different. And this doesn't happen that often. All right. Somebody who can explain why this is so special besides I just think it's cool. <laughs> I think it goes, it starts tomorrow night. 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock tomorrow? Okay. And then goes into the uh, overnight? Yeah. All right. Trace is excited about it. I the, have. the lunar eclipse? <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. Man, come on, guys. It's a good reason to drink. Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, I, I see that the sweet potato vine is on sale. It is. Four-inch pot regularly a dollar ninety-nine. Sell three for five dollars. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, that got us. That got a, lots of calls last week. People calling about oh, sweet yeah, potatoes. Oh yeah, big time. How? Uh, it was strange. Where are they? It's nice though. Trace, uh, are, are they in four? Let's see. They're in four-inch. Four-inch pot. So they're underneath the pergola over there. Oh. There's like three tables of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Maybe Calvin will show you where they are. Are they running? How long? Well, the four inch pots aren't really running much, but we do have uh, larger containers that are running. Oh, lot. okay. But not, not running away, Milton. No, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> terrible when they run away. That's one plant that uh, you put it out there and boy, it responds. It's yeah, starts, it takes off. In full going. sun, too. Yeah. Hey, let's go to the phone lines now. Let's all help Richard out at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Richard, what's going on? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. First question, when is my live oak going to stop releasing leaves? Say what? It should have already. When is my live oak going to stop dropping leaves? Well, the big, the big drop is already done, but live oaks can shed a little bit year-round. Especially in this when it's dry and it's uh, hot and they've been just been through some tough freeze t- t- times. Uh, so they're, they're stressed, but they're, they're trying to deal with the situation. So what are your watering practices? What Mother Nature gives us. All right. So that you need to you need to help uh, provide some irrigation for that tree and you'll lose a few less leaves. OK, second question is I have a. Texas Mountain Laurel that I bought about six years ago from you guys, and it's about nine feet tall. And is wow. there any reason other than aesthetics to prune it? Because I have a lot of that base growth that's going out, kind of gets in the way of the lawnmower. Is there any reason? He wants to trim off the suckers. Oh yeah, you can. can do that. You can, but there's no there's no reason. He's getting in the way of his lawnmower. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I, w- I would try to keep one or two because those could be your future tree if something happens to any of the other main branches. So if you want to trim them off, trim them off. But I would be selective and keep a few. And also as part of that being selective, kind of try to maintain that same, that shape. That's kind of that classic Texas mountain laurel shape because they look weird when they're not uh, continuing that shape. People don't have great luck usually when they try to shape them. Mm-hmm. You know what you're, what, what he's doing is a little different. Trying to make make it so it doesn't knock him off his lawnmower. So. <laughs> yeah, that All should right do it. Though. Shouldn't hurt anything. All right. Thank you much. Thank you, Richard. You take care. Thanks for coming to Millburgers and getting that mountain laurel. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. So that shows you how successful so you, so mountain. So you laurel. heard. He said six years ago. Yeah. And it's only nine feet tall. What does that tell you? Oh. How long growing? Maybe, maybe a foot a year. And yeah. Is that normal? Yeah. That, that's, oh, good. that's normal. Foot and a half, yeah. Hey, um, and do we know anything about the um, top tomato contest? June 4th still coming up? Uh, whatever you read is what I approved. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we've uh, got an article. will be next Saturday. There'll be. Um, and... Uh, We'll probably talk about it today, Milton. Okay, good. Good deal. Yeah, and uh, I, I got it. Uh, it's in Plant Answers. Yeah, put it on Plant Answers and uh, Topics of the Month. And I uh, also got some uh, a lot of pictures that I have taken over the years. And uh, as I was putting it together, I found two really good pictures of Ann Schiller. Yay! Who is the uh, she? She and uh, Charles. Uh, how you say his last name? Martelli. Martelli. Uh, uh, started that thing. Yeah, a long, long time ago. It was my idea, though. 
It was your idea? Yeah, I, I scared Charles. Oh. Charles, okay. I got the, I got an idea, which uh, Charles always cringed at. Yeah, I do too. And then he, he in the end, <laughs> took it and created something wonderful. But anyway, I got uh, their thank pictures you. on. What's that? I said thank you. Oh, that you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think uh, we've got Anne's picture on the front, two pictures that I have of her. And then we've got some. Why, you, why don't you remind everybody why that's. Uh, why Anne's picture is significant. Cute girl? No. Anne, Anne is a, a master gardener, gardening volunteer mm-hmm. person that's go. been in the middle of a lot of projects, a lot of Gosh, projects yeah. with Millburgers and master gardeners and gardening volunteers. But she just uh, she just died. Recently. Yeah, she passed away. So, passed away. Yep. And uh, if, we had, long any, fight, if boy. we had any songs about her, we would play those. Yes, we'll have to find some. But, yeah, that's really sad. Yeah. But, but goodness gracious, I mean, Festival of Flowers, she and, uh, well, we're not going to do it this year, but uh, Instrumental <laughs> being was a part of that, GVST. She was in uh, in the gardening shows for yeah. a long time. Um, you know, the, the, the neat thing about the, the uh, tomato contest is that yeah, yeah. the prizes are wonderful, relatively easy to participate. And a lot of good good information that if you check on it, you really got a good chance of winning. Gosh, three prize three prizes in each of uh, four different categories if you count the the non tomato category. And it's, I've also got a, a couple of pictures of the this year's judge, little David. And little David, <laughs> you you broke you broke in before I mentioned that yeah. uh, everybody that per, everybody that in. joins is gets a ten dollar uh, participation gift certificate from uh, in the Millbury Burger contest. So, yeah. Uh, did y'all? Huh, uh, I was looking at what was on Millburgers a couple of years ago. I sent it to Stacy, and. Uh, uh, have the prices of the are the awards on the been changed? From I don't think years so. ago. No, uh, I same. think the only change I I think we instituted that ten dollar yeah, participation. Yeah, which was a good idea. Twenty okay. twenty five for third, fifty for second, and uh, and these are seventy five for uh, first place. And then there was the the top prize for the heaviest one was a uh, hundred, right? Yeah. So I, w- I wouldn't dare a link to that until I checked the hundred dollars. Well, the problem with sounds that, Jerry, crazy. You, <laughs> if you if you waited, you wouldn't. Uh, oh, yeah, you, uh, you got to be careful because the contest is coming up pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you need to get the information out there too. Well, it's on Plant Answers and will be in uh, on the topics of the month. And it, uh, first first listing, it's got all these pictures that actually show some of the plants displayed, and actually shows the uh, the basket, the salad basket or whatever we call it. Plenty uh, bounty, see yeah. bounty a uh, plenty, right? Yeah. Some, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's an opportunity for if you don't have the tomatoes to participate. You can uh, participate with the rest of your garden. There's been really some neat displays that uh, folks have brought in. 
And that's another place to get those gift certificates that we talked about. And it'll be at MillburgerNursery.com pretty soon. You'll be able to find it on the website. Yep. So, um, the, the, uh, my favorite picture is one of a little baby reaching for a, reaching for a tomato. Oh. Now, <laughs> if, if any of you, and this was a couple of years ago, maybe more than that, but if any of you are listening, I, the, the mother of this child came to me six months after I took this picture and wanted a copy, which yeah. I couldn't find. Oh, no. <laughs> so if you look on that uh, com, see a little baby reaching for a t- big tomato, I've got the picture now. I'll, I'll be glad to send oh, it to you. Oh, okay. Email it to you. She just graduated from college, too. Probably, yeah. 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 Well, that's pretty close. All right, we need to take a break. 210-308-8867. When we come back, I'm going to tell you about Tree Hugger Sprinklers right after this on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. You got a question? Back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. And you can be a part of the show at 210-308-8867. When you come by Millburgers, check out the Tree Hugger Sprinklers, the winner of the 2021 Pinnacle Award for Best New Products at the National Hardware Show. This is a terrific product that allows you to hug your, the base of your tree with this, the, the sprinkler does. has a little hinge on it so you can wrap it around there and then you control the flow of the water so you can go you know just a little bit out and let it go down to the root ball or you can let it go out further uh and uh, get under the um the um the canopy and the uh um uh, it'll come to me in a second Trip line. thank you i'm glad you were here but uh check it out it's there are three different sizes seven inch 11 inch and 15 inch and um it's a terrific product Millburgers carries it in san antonio and uh they're um they're right here, and you'll like it. You can learn more about them at treehuggersprinklers.com. That's treehuggersprinklers.com, but a terrific way to efficiently uh, take care of that newly planted tree or the trees that you've got that are established. I, uh, I had a disaster yesterday. Don't know. I don't want to hear about this. <laughs> Did something happen to your tree hugger sprinkler? Yeah. Did it get mowed over by a lawnmower? No, 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 no. I was watering my citrus, and I... Barely turn the water on. Yeah. And it's best that I have Jeremy, my son out there, to he controls the water flow, and I place the spear sprinkler, the tree hugger sprinkler. Well, <laughs> Jeremy was turning the water on, and I wasn't telling him that was enough. Come to find out, when I moved this, that tree hugger sprinkler, I knocked the top off of it. Oh no! And you know, <laughs> yeah. And so Jerry, Jeremy said, "I'm wrong with this thing. I'm I, I putting more water through it, but it's not sprinkling like it should." So he came over and saw that the top was off of it. So Jeremy fixed it. Now he's a sprinkler he, repairman. Yeah, he went over to where I had moved it. I, I, it was in Asian jasmine. Yeah. And when I yanked it up, it popped that jasmine vine wrapped around, popped the top off. He just went over there where it was, found the top, 
put it back on, we're in business. Again. He's a very, very versatile <laughs> man. But I, I was kind of upset that uh, we, we wouldn't find it. No, time. yeah, you. But, right. but I, you know, I don't wrap it around. I just. I know you got to you got to do things your own way. <laughs> well, uh, some of the stuff that I want to put it around, you it won't reach all the way around. Yeah, but we could get you a bigger one, but no, you don't want a bigger one. No, I know. But anyway, right. uh, I'm back in business, and the interesting thing about that is, uh, I've got some of the uh, uh, Fanic flocks planted. Oh, that'll be interesting to see if that. Oh yeah, and uh, it, if I miss two or three days watering that thing, yeah, it's in basically it's in potting mix. Oh, and it wilts. Doesn't have. Doesn't have to be in potting mix. It's real sensitive to us. I yeah, notice that. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, even in the soil. Huh? Yeah, even in the uh, heavier I soil. I don't guess I've ever grown one of those at the house. But anyway, I've got uh, two in the front yard and uh, one in the backyard. Are they blooming? Or did you say that? No, they're not blooming no, not yet. No, they're sprouting though. Oh, good. And guess which one has the biggest, uh, longest sprouts on it? The one I've been watering. Oh, how about that? So you only water one? Poor other plants. No, no. Uh, I've got one on one side of the driveway and the others on the other side of the driveway. And so uh, the hose only reaches the one on one side of the uh, driveway. But that, that water makes a significant difference. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so I'm I'm... I couldn't have made it without my sprinkler method. All right. I'm uh, glad. And Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and this is a particularly prob- a problematic year, too, because of the, our, if you've got limited soil like most of us yeah. do, and it's been so, it's so hot and dry, the reservoirs yeah. are limited. Yeah. Uh, hey, who then, was and it? And your grass, your weeds get all tough and <laughs> hard to deal with, too, so you... Yeah, you gotta you gotta be careful. Yeah, that uh, uh, Neil Spear writes about the. Uh, uh, he he's he's a big advocate of the water. Was it Lizzie? What they call it? The water uh, uh, water breaker spray. Head. It's it's one of those big bubbler like things that goes on the end of the hose. And it doesn't sprinkle, it just let, slows the water down so it doesn't run off, soaks it in. Oh, okay. That my, the sprinkler I got, the water, what do you call it? Uh, the little sprinkler. That tree hugger. Tree hugger. Uh, I just barely turn it on where the shoot is sprouting or shooting a sprout out there about uh, maybe four to four inches, four to five inches, uh, out of each hole, so none of it runs off mm-hmm. when you put it around the stem. And so, I, I asked uh, Trace if uh, they had had that water breaker spray head. Uh, he said they have sold them, but they don't have them now. Okay. So. Uh, like okay. like Calvin says, you want it's to soak a, it in. Oh, it's been a while since we've seen. Yeah, look at that. That's the uh, he will not purple heart. Purple heart. We can guarantee that plant. 
<laughs> I never have seen one die. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. And it's purple. You hey, can't kill this, Millicent. Well, we planted a bunch, and they were doing fine, and they haven't come back. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know what we did. I don't either. We have beautiful. Gosh. It can't be water. You it's not water. Well, he's not gonna, was it in a container. No, it was in the ground. He's got to go spend some time at the monastery. Or oh, something. No, yeah. Something going on. So I have. Do you remember who it was that we uh, had that that was uh, using a lunar calendar for planting? <laughs> no, I don't. Well, Malcolm. Malcolm Delphine. Okay, but nobody and else. Gardenville. We no. had some people that were calling in saying, oh, yeah, you know, we, we had a few gardeners that were. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember. I was wondering yeah. if there was any significance to the, uh, the eclipse. Like, okay, you can plant this when there's an eclipse, but maybe not. No. Dennis, look that up, will you? It's just full moon and Are you, half moon. And okay, so it doesn't matter if it's a full moon and there's no. an eclipse behind, with it. Okay. It's too fast for the plant to respond. You never know. <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> he thinks he does. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, now, whether he's right or wrong, he thinks he's right. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, anyway, the, yeah, uh, the the people, the gardeners in the hill country. Yeah, they're. they're uh, I, I found out when I used to give talks up there, uh, I always would start about when somebody asked me about moon planting. Mm-hmm. I will always say, trying to be funny, that uh, <laughs> if I didn't get through uh, planting by sun- sundown, I would plant by the moon. Oh, man. How'd that go over? It didn't go over real well. Is that right? Because <laughs> come to find out, <laughs> their grandpas used that mm-hmm. religiously, mm-hmm. and that was passed down from generation to generation. So from then on, <laughs> I kind of uh, uh, gauged my uh, answer a little bit slower, a little more sensitive. Yeah, wow. <laughs> and I even st- I started uh, putting... I guess she's got a, she's got a little... Is uh, that a Venus flytrap? Yeah. yeah. She'll kill it. They'll kill it in a week. The uh, so we need our lunar uh, our gardeners that plant by the moon to call us at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I'm sure Jerry will be looks uh, <laughs> careful. Yeah, Bert is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, Bert, welcome to the show. How you doing? Greetings. I'm doing well. I'm above ground and on the green side of grass, just like you guys, and I think that's a great thing. Yeah. There you go. And uh, okay, uh, all right. I'm 64 years old, and that's how I was raised by both of my grandfathers. Was by how to plant by the lunar calendar. Oh, very from good. The, from the first of the month to the 15th, you plant above ground crops, and then when the moon is waning, you plant below ground crops. And that's the only thing I got to tell you. That I mean, like it was just that simple. That's how I was raised. That's pretty simple. Was there a reason behind it, or just it was? Uh, they said because when the moon is coming up, uh, the vegetables that grow above ground do well. And then that's all I, that's all I know. That's the only thing okay. I can say. I, it's a gravitational you know? thing. Yeah. And how was your experience with using this system? Pretty good. 
because I've okay. noticed when you, you know, it just works. Uh, uh, if anybody got anything else, I just heard y'all. I was listening to y'all, and you oh, said, oh. "Has anybody else heard it?" And I was like, "Yes, I did." That's how I was raised. Good. I'm glad oh, you called. Good. Yeah, well, we'll get. I'm, I'm sure we'll get a few other calls. Too. I hope so. Yeah, it's, in, it's interesting to me. So you you wouldn't be offended if I said your grandpa was an idiot, would you? No. Hey, hey. <laughs> I said if I not said a, that. Yeah, of course he would. Not, <laughs> not, not at all, Jerry. Because I've I've been called an idiot myself. Is that right? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I, I guess we're not well, telling any secrets, but so has Jerry been. No, yeah. never. Uh-huh. Yeah, so. One little lady didn't well, give guess, me the I guess you guys got the science. agriculture down to the science. Do you, have, you done any, have you seen any studies that have uh, corresponded to that? No. No? See, the deal is you can't compare it scientifically because... Uh, if if you planted when the moon sign says you have to can plant it, then you wait uh, till the moon sign says you shouldn't plant it, and you've waited five to seven days, so you've got a different environment going there. Oh, I see. So so you can't really scientifically approve it. I'm going with per- but 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 the deal is if you if you if it helps you believe that it works go ahead Say, and do whoa, it. whoa 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 go ahead and do you it. can't prove it works you can't prove it doesn't work right so there you go what do you all mean? All right, guys. I'll take care. I love y'all. Y'all crack me up all the time. I love the thanks. listen. All right, thanks. To you. Thanks, Bert. Yeah, he but said, if you do, if you do you do you do. Do you do a lot of stuff that you can't prove works, Milton? It's just, no, in this just, particular case, Bert's experience was that it worked better, but you can't prove that that wasn't the reason, and you can't prove it was. So I just got—I'm going to trust with Bert. I'm a big fan of the moon. I'm saying it's. it's Can you reach him, Kevin? Or <laughs> I need to get him from this side. That's right. I'm going to get a T-shirt now. It says I'm with Bert. <laughs> all right, two. Yeah, he, you know, he's been all these years. He's made so much improvement, and yeah. now he's reverting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my Sinisa don't lie, and uh, I'm wondering if Bert's. Got, I believe Bert's grandfather. Yeah. Well, uh, Malcolm and Delphine, big believers. They swore in that. by that. And uh, when I <laughs> did, they give a reason. Same thing. The gravitational. No, oh. they didn't give a reason. Oh, okay. They didn't, Malcolm didn't need a reason. <laughs> but uh, I put it on PlantAnswers dot com. Oh, did you? Okay. And uh, I got some blowback on it from really? from my learned uh, uh, colleagues at Texas A and M. Oh dear. And uh, <laughs> they said I shouldn't put that on there. Should you let them talk to the nice folks in the hill country? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I mentioned that. You should have, yeah. But I, I gave him my standard answer to that, brother. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Another uh, educated decision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's right. And you can quote him. Just don't get me really close to the person you're quoting. <laughs> yeah. especially, especially until the COVID is over. Yeah. Exactly. But I would, I would uh, every year... Yeah, uh, I would go out and borrow uh, there. And, well, I think they sold them at Mill, at uh, Gardenville, but uh, get the moon planting guide. Oh, the, really? For the next year. Yeah. And uh, it's Ludwig. Ludwig? Ludwig? Lunar. 
What are you trying the uh, moon? The, the name of the publication. Oh. There was a guy oh. that oh. wrote wrote the publication, got all the dates right. And so I would go through there and take my 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 deal was on my dates that I put on the plantanswers.com, I would put the date that would work. In other words, they've got times to plant onions in the middle of the summer. Oh, how odd. And yeah, the signs are right. Lunarly. Yeah, I right. I don't know if that's a word. The, sign, the signs are right in the middle it, at an off time. Oh. So I would only use those dates, old published those dates, that fit the uh, planting that schedule. Okay. Milton, so, hey, did, uh, did you get cut off? It's, uh, yeah, it seemed like something. Something get pulled off? No, it's all the same. I don't know. All right, 210-308-8867. Facts while we try to fix Calvin's headphones. Yeah. We will uh, take a quick break. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Can you hear me? I can, but I'm not, not sure it's... Uh... Oh, okay. Above the table kind of hearing. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, well, while Calvin's figuring out that if you've got uh, ants above the table. Ants in your pants? If you've got uh, roaches below the table. If you've got ants all over your house. (laughs) uh, Quit dropping food on the floor. Boy, the insects are on the the move. Yeah, you need to give uh, Warren Remy and Spider-Man Termite Pest Control a call. Uh, If you've been, uh, if you don't have a pest control company. Uh, these guys have been doing it and making people happy since 1976. If you do have a situation where you're just not happy with the uh, the results you're getting, you, you owe it to yourself to call Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Oftentimes, and you'll hear this a lot, uh, it's how I, I found out about ter- uh, Warren, Remy, and Spider-Man, was uh, someone had called a number of other companies, didn't get the right results they needed to have because they were a restaurant, and then they called Spider-Man. You know what? They never called anybody else afterwards. Spider-Man kept the problem at bay and kept them happy and kept their restaurant open. So he can help your commercial. He can help your home. Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, 210-656-3721. Good, good job. 210-656-3721. But he's online at GoSpiderManPest.com. And remember... He's got the good stuff. He's got all the stuff. He's got the stuff that works. Okay. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of the show. I can't think of uh, my my Laura Bush petunias are blooming. Good. They're sort of a fuchsia. They're, They're not as purple as the other ones. They're sort of a... A pinkish purple. They're pretty though. They sure are. Yeah. You yeah. you you mean the first ones you got? No, the ones I got here just a couple of weeks ago. When they oh, first came in. They weren't supposed to be pink, right? Um I think they uh <laughs> I was looking at Oh the ones weren't they supposed to be pink? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, they're pink? But no, you but no, you got some earlier on. That was supposed to be the original Laura Bush. Oh, okay. So what happened to the pink ones? Did I just not pick up the wrong thing? or? 
Uh, they were. I was told that that seed was pink. Oh, okay. But when I looked at the ones blooming out there, they were more of that light purple. As you oh, yeah, that's, that's more accurate. But they, whatever they are, they're awfully pretty. Oh, yeah. We'll have to get some back. They're all different. We're never coming back, huh? Uh, not, not for my seed because okay. we planted them all. See, the seed I was given uh, that I gave to the grower was old seed. Yeah, we were lucky to get these. Yeah, we are lucky to get these. He, he, In fact, I was talking to him. He said, I was trying to get 36 flats of, of that petunia because the seed was so, uh, so old and bad, they only got 9 or 10. Oh, my goodness. So uh, they tried. Yeah. Well, they look good. They were great-looking plants. Oh, yeah, because they picked out the good ones. Okay. From the seedling flat. The, um, and so I've got to save the seeds. Or why don't I just cut the, uh, when that thing dies, just cut them and put them in a box. You can do that. Okay. Will the seeds come off, like you talk about with the bags? Yeah, it'll, it'll pop out. Ooh, good. It'll okay. pop out. Okay, I'm going to try that. a lot of seed in every... Now, when you when you're cutting the vine, mm-hmm. you'll notice that some of the vine has seed pods on it, little uh, uh, tear teardrop seed seed pods. Okay. And when they've turned dry, you take the take the plant. The uh, the seed's very tiny, but there's a lot of it. And uh, but there's some of the vines would have no seed pods on them. I don't know why. Hmm. Okay. But there's not enough that do have seed pods on them that uh, you can plant the world with it. Good. All right. We need to create a little seed saving club. <laughs> yeah. If, if some of the plants that we're fooling with, uh, I've been fooling with for 40 years. Yeah, but uh, they're they're in short supply or no supply. We were lucky uh, when John Thomas, a wild seed farm, uh, is the only one that's selling the regular laurel bush and the pink laurel bush. We yeah, it just brought traces for a second. Oh, but anyway, uh, yeah. I figured out pretty quickly that uh, when when I got to saving tomato seed and pepper seed and things like that, that I couldn't I couldn't renew it. I couldn't yeah. grow viable seed every year to renew it. So uh, that's been our problem. Okay, two one zero. Go ahead. Three oh eight. You've got peppers. Eighty eight. Yes, we do have peppers. We have <laughs> lots of peppers. Lajo. Got hot Lajo. Hot Lajo. We have sweet Lajo. No. Oh. But I've got more seed of that. <laughs> I just didn't grow it. All right. Uh, uh, save that for save that for next year. I can. Uh, I can hear, but I uh, it's it's not the greatest, but I can hear. Oh. Turn it up. How's that? That's better, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Blow his eardrum. It's amazing, honey. Yeah, turn yeah. it up. <laughs> I don't know what this is going. For some reason, there's no connection. Okay. Well, anyway, 
They, uh, All right. What should we talk about now? I was looking at dry weather. Uh, the weather? Yeah. Oh, dear. I was looking at uh, the paper today. Uh-huh. And it, it's staff writer on the first page of the uh, same deal that Calvin's in, uh, Section E, in today's paper. They talk about it's the title is Best Plants for These Hot Parched Times. And uh, they they are talking to Mike Fanick, and he said he suggests uh, using the size of the pot and the, that the plant came in as a watering guide. And he Mike would say, if you buy something in a one-gallon pot. Give it two gallons of water until it's established. I guess that means I, I've often, I've said that especially, especially uh, pot container plants and especially trees that you need to water that thing uh, every every couple of days for the two two or three years. Uh, Anyway, uh, and then he says, give it two gallons of water until it's established, which means it begins sending out new growth, he said. If it came in a five-gallon pot, give it ten gallons of water. The deal is, <laughs> uh, that's, that's a quick, quick way to answer the question. But the most important thing about it is, is when you you can water it every two or three days, but sprinkle it uh, or soak it so the water goes in and doesn't run off. I don't care what size of pot you use to put the water on with. Uh, you need to sh slow water it. Now I'm also wondering. Uh, if we, if you don't, if you're gonna plant a, a larger tree, or any size tree or shrub, I would suggest that you soak the root ball before you plant it, because what a lot of people do let that let that root ball uh, dry out. Yeah, and then you're you're and at a disadvantage you, from then on. You can't sometimes, <laughs> if that root ball gets dry enough. You will never be able to wet it again, no. because it won't absorb water. We ran into that situation of pea pots with uh, tomatoes and peppers and things like that. If we didn't water those plants before we uh, soaked them, we soaked them before we planted, and we planted out in a, in a dry field because they'd pre-irrigated. They were good farmers. They pre-irrigated the soil, so it had a little moisture in it. But uh, if if it would if it dried out while we were planting them, which sometimes it would, we planted two or three thousand plants, trash plants at a time. By the time you got to the last tray of plants, the first tray had, dry, had dried out, mm. and you cannot wa you cannot wet. Those peat pots, uh, just by water, soaking the water. Uh, 
So uh, we had to be careful of that. And uh, so it's a good idea to soak, them, soak those things and, and let them absorb the maximum amount of water before you put them in their permanent location. I, I also think people benefit by, uh, if you have any question, uh, dig, dig into the area around the, the uh, root ball. And uh, it, says, it just amazes me how many folks think that they're wetting the root ball and they're, they're not really wetting yeah. the root ball. And it gets, I mean, it's real obvious that it's so, like an old hay bale there or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know that, that lot of uh, a lot of those plants just don't survive that kind of situation. Well, when it's a hundred degrees like this, yeah, that's uh, it's not not a good way to try to establish a plant. Yeah, and if if you if you let it dry out, and then try to water even the soil around the root ball, it will not absorb that water. So it has to be wet from the beginning. So don't let it dry out. Don't let it dry out, and and wet it before. Yeah, that's you a good plant idea. It. I like that idea. And targeting, target that root ball too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just uh, you know, sprinkling or splashing around the drip line. Where you know, for years we talked about the drip line, but uh, the the root ball on the, the newly planted. Even plants that have just been in the ground for two years or so, the root ball has to has to get wet if that plant's going to survive because those roots are not going to leave that area unless there's That's moisture right. to leave them. That's right. And uh, where the subsoil is dry now, there's no water reserves in the subsoil. But anyway, uh, Neil says, much of Texas is quite dry this year. This man is understatement. understatement. (laughs) Be prepared to water new shrubs and trees thoroughly by hand every two to three days this spring and summer to help them establish good roots. Sprinkler irrigation alone is never adequate. And uh, he talks about using this water bubbler, which uh, we can't find, but we do have the... uh, Wrap around sprinkler. The tree hugger. Tree hugger, and that's what I'm. That's what you're doing. That's what I'm doing. And Thanks to Jeremy. The, the, the interesting thing about that tree hugger, when you water and right, even the uh, frozen back plants by citrus are sprouting. Huh. Well, I think Putting so. Yeah. New sprouts. So uh, if I keep it watered off. I'm wor- what I'm worried about is if I keep it watered and it continues to sprout, you, usually they what we call flush growth in February or March. But this thing is flushing growth all up and down. Oh, wow. And if it continues to do that into the winter, it, it makes it more susceptible to freeze damage. Well, winter seems a long way off. I know. But all we're right. planning for it, man. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. 
We're going to take a break and get you caught up with the news. Remember, you can go to millburgernursery.com to learn all about the sale items that we talk about in the ads. You can learn about upcoming events like the uh, Top Tomato Contest or the Blood Drive, all that and more at millburgernursery.com. I'm Milton Glick. We'll be back in a moment with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. This is Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. And, um, you know, uh, we haven't really gotten into your article yet. Uh, I guess we have. Did we get in your article? Hmm? Uh, has have we gotten into Calvin's article? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. We talked uh, talked about uh, uh, Neil Sperry's, and, and we talked about the. There's a uh, third article that's in the section today about uh, drought tolerant plants. Oh, okay. Some of which I've. Uh, Thank you. Not. Not real familiar with, Jerry, are any of those plants you not familiar with that are in that article? Is it on the same page with you or Huh? Is it in your article or No, in oh. that third that East. person from the newspaper's article. Okay, let me write that. <laughs> uh all right. Jerry is looking right now even as as we speak. Yeah. Uh, they've got some weird stuff in there. <laughs> uh, Texas mountain laurel, slow growing, anacacho orchid. Hummingbirds flock to the blooms of this tree. Of the tree. <laughs> that uh, that was uh, one of the plants introduced and by, what, what plant uh, was that? Anacacho orchid oh. tree. That was one of the plants that they introduced by a, uh, a Lone Star growers at that time. And uh, it's, it was, at one time, it was on the rare and endangered plant list. But uh, they went out there and, and got, I think, got seed of it and, and grew a lot of thousands of them at uh, Lone Star Grower and basically threw them all away because they wouldn't didn't sell. The flower flower is not uh, you know not real showy. When you think about an orchid tree it's not showy. Uh, Got plumbago in there. All right. Blue flowers of ornamental bloom through much of the hottest of the summers. Grows well in full sun. And it also grows pretty good in yeah. partial section. Yes, it does. And blooms in partial yep. It's It's, I think. Yeah, uh, Texas mountain laurel in there. Yeah. And talking pink, about that is so. Uh, Pink oxalis. Full sun in part sun, too. Yeah. The ground covers pink flower clusters bloom from spring through fall. What's that? 
Which one? Oxalis. Pink Oxalis. Yeah, I got. I haven't had that luck with. I use Oxalis as a, in a, a bed, in the middle of the the driveway, and it's uh, got a it's a maroon, pretty pretty showy plant. Yeah, several types of Oxalis. The one that's most commonly talked about. It's is the one, the one that becomes invasive. I mean, in the weed, yeah, the weed, weed in the garden, in the uh, lawn. Yeah. But uh, Texas mountain lawn, uh, ground cover, pink salad, oxalis. Oh, and they they, uh, they talked a lot about, about our uh, Ellie. The uh, oh, one of the one of the plants that we. We Frogford. talk about for the for butterflies, uh, little ground bar. Frog fruit. Yeah, frog fruit. Uh, and uh, that really makes a difference, Milton. Uh, <laughs> when he, yeah, when he actually talks with the this mic. situation, yeah. All uh, right. Talking to the but mic. Fro- frog fruit is uh, the bu- butterflies like it. The plant's not real showy, but. Uh, it is a it is a plant that a, a lot of gardeners. Yeah. Like. Why do Why do they call it frog fruit? Because it look the eyes. It looks like little. Oh, okay. The pop eyes are popped out. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, Milburgers used to yeah occasionally have it uh, for sale as a, a ground cover. Mm-hmm. And they do, and they do have it here in the certified. Uh, butterfly garden too, along with our horse herb. He mm. doesn't mention horse herb, does he? In there, Mm-mm. that article. That's another yeah. one that the, the butterflies like, the bees like, and uh, it grows pretty invincible. For shrubs, they talk about dwarf Burford holly, and uh, <clears throat> Indian. Orthon, which I don't recommend because the thing has a tendency to get cotton root rot or some kind of root rot kills it. Uh, and New Gold Lantana, which is a favorite. Possum Hall Holly, that's a favorite. <laughs> and they, for sun to partial shade, they mentioned Nandina. And this evergreen shrub is easy to grow, has fine textured foliage, and produces attractive red berries. It reproduces via underground rhizome, zone, rhizomes. <laughs> and so it can become invasive unless controlled for Nandina. Now, as I think the invasive part of it comes from the berries. Yeah, I can't. I, it's hard for me to think of uh, all these years and how many plants <laughs> I've had. It's hard for me. Invasive is a pretty strong word for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It uh, will occasionally spread if the conditions are are right, but uh, I, you don't generally have to worry about it taking over your yard. No. Uh, especially from the root system. But uh, <laughs> in my yard that grows every seed that falls, 
I have seedlings of quite uh, quite spread over my front yard for sure, and uh, it's from seed. But they're easy to pull up, or you can treat them with that uh, cut vine stump killer. Yeah, it's the the berries are real showy. They're, oh, they're yeah. not they're not the favorite bird berry. I mean, yeah. they, they they last all winter. Yeah, so, yeah, they last to the end, uh, and then then they'll the birds will eat at them when, when <laughs> yeah, after the freeze. And we've had we've had nandina the standard size nandina in Tennessee at my mother's house for fifty or sixty years. Well, probably before that, before I was born, and uh, you've never seen—I've never seen a seedling there. Now they will get thicker, like you said, coming up from the root, and most people don't know how to prune them. They—you don't prune them like any other tree or shrub. But they—they—they uh, they have berries every year in Tennessee. And the birds never eat them off. Yeah. A lot the, of times they'll drop and shrivel off and fall off. Now the deer, the deer will eat at them, especially in a drought. They'll, yeah. They'll cut, but uh, in my neighborhood, at least, they never seem to finish them off. No. <laughs> they'll, you know, if it's a droughty year, they'll, uh, you'll notice that they've been browsed, but <laughs> and that never, never to the point that they're. They're gone. Yeah, they must not taste good to the <laughs> deer. But anyway, uh, they've got so many types now of uh, of Nandinas, the dwarf ones, the very small ones, and uh, some that are, have pretty good color. Yeah, and I, I think there's uh, there's some situations where they really uh, do well in the landscape. Oh yeah, I I, I kind of like them. They're uh, they're tough. Yeah, they can take the shade and the sun. Right. Absolutely, uh, and the uh, they're evergreen. Oh, and the foliage quite often on, especially on the standard, the foliage is very attractive too. Mm-hmm. So, anywho, uh, <laughs> Greg, when Greg was working out at uh, uh, the the Lone, Lone Star Growers at that time, they found one with uh, red foliage. And and berries, and uh, but it was almost impossible to root to make cuttings from. So uh, I think they eventually lost it. But it was an interesting find. Uh, All right, I'll give the phone number out again. Give us a call and tell us what's going on in your gardening world. 210-308-8867. 210 210- 308-8867 and toll free it's 866-308-8867 hey what Calvin's wife uh, has a picture cool did you realize did you realize submit that uh, it's of the white blooms of Mexican olive trees oh are spectacular, but the trees will come succumb to freezing temperatures. By Judy McCarty. I'll be there. <laughs> hey, I didn't notice it even. Yeah. And then. Uh, yeah, that was one of her her, her favorite 
No, trees have Mexican olive. Uh, it it is a, pretty spectacular. That's a great picture. Yeah. But, uh, and except for the past maybe four or five years, you couldn't buy those things. And uh, Larry Stein, Dr. Larry Stein, likes them and uh, wanted me to propagate him some. And I, I got maybe 1% of the cuttings to take in a mist bed. But uh, I, I don't know how they're getting these at Millburgers that had them for sale for four or five years. Well, but, then some of the... Uh Oh, uh, little uh, uh, native gardening suppliers yeah. Yeah. would have uh, small smaller ones. ones. Yeah, and it was uh, yeah. Gosh, it was good to get latch onto one of those because they <laughs> they grew relatively fast and they're easy yeah. to and take they, care of, except for the freeze. Well, the but most of the time they come back. Yeah, once they got established. I haven't looked at the one by the door of the Alamo. To see if it came back. Well, I know everybody keeps talking about the one at the Alamo. The what? Like, yeah, like it's still <laughs> going strong. Oh, okay. But yeah. I don't, I don't know That's for good sure know. either. I haven't, I haven't seen it. I haven't noticed. It. <laughs> if you look at the base of that one at the Alamo, uh, you see all the dead stubs. It's died back to it during the freeze, but then it sends up. A new growth. Well, mine uh, got hit hard, completely to the ground uh, in that uh, the freeze two years ago. Yeah. And then it came back gangbusters. Yeah. Uh, just as uh, just as tall as it had been, <laughs> kind of scraggly looking, but just as tall. And then, of course, in the, the last February, it got hit again. Yeah. And right down to the ground. Now it's. <laughs> coming up there back. six feet again. Oh Lord! So <laughs> I, I expect that it's going to yeah I guess, uh, even get into bloom. Yeah, I, I was amazed at that plant when I first came down here, because uh, I would travel out west at, around Cre Crystal City and uh, Carrizo Spring, and those were quite common in in the yards down there. And uh, it was the only thing blooming at certain times of, of the winter, we call winter. But uh, the temperatures were milder than freezing, so they did well down there. I, I, I don't know where they got them or where they planted them from seed or whatever, but like you say, they were large plants. Well, and I think there's a lot of variation in because I we've got some in our neighborhood that did, didn't even freeze back, and I can't, you know, mine Could be. got wiped out, you know, t twice, and <laughs> and theirs are booming up a storm and just like nothing happened over the last last two years. So in your yard, in, in your neighborhood, neighborhood, yeah, uh, of course they, they they're on they're the south side, uh, they're. Uh, at the north end of the neighborhood, and they're backed up by uh, shade trees and fences. Oh, okay. So they're a little sheltered there, but still, well, so is mine. Come to think <laughs> of it. But mine keeps getting frozen back. I think there, I think there's just a lot of variation. There in the may be seed source. And there may be. 
unfortunately, <laughs> it'd be tough to evaluate them. Yeah. Because of the <laughs> the hardest, harder well, to root. I, and I was figuring, Jerry, you would do your usual and go sneak over there and get a. <laughs> I could, I would have done that in my prime, I guess. You don't sneak as well as you used I to. I don't sneak as well as I used to. <laughs> But uh, anyway, that's a good picture Judy had in there. The uh, let's see, I'm looking at Weesatch. They mis- they misspelled it, brother. No, they did. Yeah, the, my article is uh, <laughs> uh, talks about some more of the medium size yeah, right. trees, Weesatch and Ratama. Remember uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were try- trying to remember what uh, Rotama was called. Oh, yeah. You had just read. You had just written the uh, article, I guess. You should have remembered that, Cal. Well, no, I di- I had written the article and left off the uh, the the word because I couldn't remember. Oh, okay. Anyway, yeah, you y'all uh, Trace is walking. I'm up using here. your. Because my, for some reason, my apparatus isn't. But anyway, uh, you, we were talking about you. You've. Yeah, I can hear y'all anyway. Yeah, we were talking about uh, that in the last three or four years, you had the Mexican olives in and uh, large containers. Larger. Yeah. Uh, do you know if they're grown from cutting a seed? I'm pretty sure it's seed. Seed. Pretty sure, but that's just a guess. Okay. I have two. Oh, already. 30 for, gallon. For sale? Yeah. That's a good plant. It's a, it's a nice tree, very uh, fruitful as far as the blooms. Yeah. Can't do much with the unedible olive. Uh, no. I've heard stories you could make jelly or jam with it. No. Some people make sorry jelly or sorry jam. From You're going to offend some people. Now. Well, and yeah. it's, of course, it's, it's kind of an all-star plant for whatever your favorite uh, situation is. Like, it's, a, it's a great plant for the butterflies. And Saws likes it. It's on their mm. Saws package. Yeah, can't can't find any small ones, though. Yeah. And, and they are pretty darn slow-growing. Oh, are they? Oh, yeah. Unless they've been established, like Calvin was talking about, you know, like the one in front of the Alamo. And the one in his yard that froze yeah. has frozen back several times, and six six feet now. If it's locked, I mean somebody's in it. Again, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Don't help. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. That always starts a good fight somewhere. Uh, hey, oh, I was go ahead. I was wondering, was Lawrence Traces here too? Trace, you want to tell us about the the vines? They're pretty spectacular. They're the red one. I'm assuming you're talking about the uh, manavias. Yeah. So we got white, which is unusual to get. We got pink. Uh, we've got a red one. Yeah, we've red got one's a killer. Alice Dupont. That's my favorite. That's the large blooming pink one. We've got that in hanging baskets. Hmm. I'm pretty sure there's some diplodenia that came in on little trellises. So for you, Milton, that's related to Mandevilla. It's not a Mandevilla, but okay. <laughs> uh, it looks just enough like it. Yeah, one one neat thing, the ones on trellis I'm looking at from here, they've got red and white mixed on the same. Yeah, 
See him? Uh, right to the other side of herbs. Herbs. In fact, yeah, that is, it is mixed on the same one there. Yeah, that's neat. I might have done that on purpose. Oh, well, you did good. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, I ordered these like uh, eight eight months ago, nine months ago. Is that right? Let's see where we're at. May, June, uh, yeah, I ordered them last August. Okay. So I, <laughs> oh, I've, Lord. Since then, I forgot what I've ordered. <laughs> Well, that's that's a good idea to mix those colors like that. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Now that that's mandavias or alamander. Those are mandavia. Mandavia. Yeah, they're they're great around swimming pools and things like that. And I think they do. Well, these have already set buds, but I think they do pretty well in partial shade. I don't well, know. Well, mine grew when it so I had this pergola over my back patio oh there you go and i had the pots on the inside yeah and i had the vine growing up the little slats on the pergola couldn't get a bloom took the pot moved it to the other side of the little slats (laughs) bloomed his little head off huh so it needs sun well the vine was in the sun but the pot was in the shade huh and it just didn't strange it just didn't bloom until I swung it around the other side. <laughs> so plants are finicky sometimes. Yeah. Aren't they? Just like uh, radio hosts. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I said host. Yeah, you don't know if he's talking about you. I think he's talking about you, man. Oh, is that it? Oh, thank you for defending me. <laughs> Have hey. we, I know we've got uh, uh, the uh, wax leaf begonias. Are there? Have we got any whoppers left, Trace? There are some five-inch whoppers, and I want to say I saw a couple of hanging baskets still running around. Uh, so, uh, folks, if, if you haven't uh, tried to grow that that whopper, this this would be the summer to do it. Those things are they are pretty. Plant. But I I think what I got in this week in ferns is going to outshine them. Uh, green is still a color. But we got some macho fern baskets that I bet are about four, maybe five feet wide. Wow. Uh, Best-looking Boston ferns I've gotten all year. They're huge. Asparagus fern. I got a bunch of different ferns in this week in baskets, and they are they are fantastic. And are they, are they mostly over here on the table? So I see a bunch of... There are some there. Okay. And there are some in the back because there was too many... Oh, good. ...to, uh, to have up here. And uh, we can blame the uh, trucking shortage on that. So my order that was supposed to show up three weeks ago showed up on Monday. And uh, then my order that was supposed to show up this week was on time. So I got oh, that. I got both. both of them in the same week. Hey, we got a question, but let's... No. Uh, oh, oh, no? Okay. We need to take a break anyway. 210-308-8867. Be back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Hey, uh, real quick, talk to you about the uh, fine folks over there at Second Nature Compost Soil and Mulch. If you got a big old project and you need lots of soil, lots of compost, lots of mulch, wait, the folks at Second Nature can help you out. Uh, you can go to TexasTXCompost.com to learn all about their terrific products that they have, and uh, these are our local folks uh, right here out of San Antonio who spent their time. 
learning about this and doing it. Now they're doing it on their own. Uh, but you guys have shown up, and apparently you like them because uh, they, they've said you've, they've been real busy and uh, uh, helping out people, too. So go to the website. That's the best thing to do, txcompost.com. And you can learn about all the different products, the soils, the compost, the mulches that you need. Uh, it's coming up on summer. Good time to get things mulched. And uh, just uh, check them out. Uh, they're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 5. Their number is 210-960-6440. And they're at txcompost.com. They're right on the southwest side of town on Nelson Road. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. Marty is on the line. Hey there, Marty. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Okay. Thank you guys for taking my call. I appreciate it very much. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Do you better, you're you're under a lot of pressure here now. If you ever want to take a call again, you want us to you better do well with this one. <laughs> no. You know I'm kidding you, Marty. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. A, Always a, glad to talk a, to you. Uh, you too. I have a question y'all are talk, uh, talking about uh, soaking the root ball and so forth. Yeah. Uh, after you do all that, would you put mulch after that? Yeah, you can. Oh. That'll be no problem. But uh, uh, you do it after you water. Do do that right. soaking, and yeah. uh, that that'll keep it from drying out as fast. But you still yeah. need to water it every two to three days, especially if okay. it's new, because you never want that root ball to dry out. Okay. Okay. And uh, my my next question would be, uh, I know it love. In February, it's when you uh, prune your roses. Yeah. Uh, is is there another time of the year when when it's safe to prune roses? Yeah. Well, it's safe anytime, but okay. it's uh, you can you can tidy them up for fall, in uh, what is that? July, August. Uh, cut, you know, cut out the dead wood and things like that. You don't you don't prune them as severely in the fall. As you do in in the spring, I was okay. Is that uh, May first that we that we give them that little uh, prune job, or, or is that or a little later than that it's because a, they they bloom a little yeah into the cold cool weather. The stupid the crazy roses don't like to bloom well, in I, hot weather. I get spoiled because I just deal with those tough modern roses and yeah, Belinda's they, dreams and yeah, they don't bloom any time. Yeah, they they, they uh, are are pretty easy to take care of, uh, and and they have a long bloom period. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was think I was thinking of uh, probably going there today and buying those thorn uh, thornless roses, the ones that you mentioned uh, last time. So thornless roses, yeah. Uh, uh, Miss uh, du- du- Dudley Cross. Dudley, and I guess a, a Lady Banks. The you mentioned. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a pretty gra- good year for Lady Banks, despite the <laughs> droughts. Huh? Free- oh well, and the freezes. Yeah. Well, it's my understanding that if they don't get, it's kind of like a fruit tree. If they don't get enough cold, they don't bloom very good. Oh wow. Is that Lady Banks? Yes. I don't know, but they sure wow. did well this year. I, I was told that by an old timer, older than y'all. So. Yeah. Whoa. Oh. Hey, hey, he must hey, have been hey. an old time. Watch it. <laughs> I, heard I don't know. I don't know if you phone. <laughs> uh, I I don't know to, 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 told you, but I've I've got one. Uh, Jerry, I think, has seen, has seen it. 
But I got a lady Banks Rose that has found its way through a, mes- a big mesquite and a big live oak, got wow. in between and above them, so that it's blooming up uh, up there, like thirty five <laughs> so feet in the, yeah. in the air. It's, so it's, it's pretty so spectacular. Would it be a, a climber? Well, it's vinish. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Vinish, I don't. Okay. I don't think it's considered a climber. I don't know. But, uh, it's uh, mostly a leaner. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. And then what uh, you meant, I think I heard uh, uh, Mark Peterson mentioned uh, the Mr. Uh, Mr. Lincoln. Yeah, right. A rose. Uh, red rose. Yeah, right. Did you, do y'all guys have that one? We have we, had it. We we had some about three days ago. I'm I'm pretty sure they're still out there, but uh, somebody would have to go put Don't their eyes on. Don't you just hate that when you sell all that stuff? It's a crime of being open. Another <laughs> <laughs> uh, question I, I was going to ask Milton if he had his yeah. sweet potato last week. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't get them yet. Uh-oh. They're on sale this they're week. They're on sale, yeah. No, I meant to, and then I left, and I was like, oh, man, I was going to get them. So I will get them tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> you better now, write that, that down. The one that's you... on sale, is that uh, in a hanging basket? It's, uh, it's The uh, four-inch pots are on, on special. We do have hanging baskets, and we do have larger pots as well, but the one on special is four-inch pot. Okay, and then those those would give sweet potatoes, correct? No. No, it's a mor- just the vine? It's, it's a morning glory in the long run. It just doesn't bloom, so the, oh, the wow. sweet potato is a nickname. Has okay. no, oh, okay. no edible. I don't. Th- I don't think it'd kill you, but you, uh, I don't think you're supposed to eat it. <laughs> oh, okay, I, I, I got you. The root, you mean? Yeah. yeah. It's a morning glory, in the long run. Wow. Yeah, I, I, wow. I would not eat it. Okay, so it's more for show than anything. It is for show only. Okay. Okay, I got you. But that, 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 I learned something. I didn't know that. But but you okay. can you you can eat it and call back and if you can <laughs> and tell us how it worked. Yeah, maybe you can call. <laughs> tell us <laughs> about the microbes. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. gracious! <laughs> oh, sorry about that. <laughs> that was Trace's pager. Okay. Well, okay. Thank you for the information. It's very informative, and like like I said, you guys are great, and I really appreciate the input. You did a good job. You can call back anytime, Marty. All right, thanks a lot. Take care. Take Take, take care. And I'll get some sweet potato vine. (laughs) All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. What else is going on, gentlemen? We talked about the ferns. We talked about the sweet potato vine. Yeah. Uh, zinnias, vincas. <clears throat> yeah. I, I hate to mention this while Trace is up here. Uh, uh, Trace, isn't? I think someone's waving you down. Uh, the registers. <laughs> but, you know, we've talked about the sweet potato vine. Yeah. And how easy they root and how they're not polar. They're, they're bipolar. In other words, you can root them upside down. Or you can root them from the stem end down. I thought he was making fun of my wife. That's the the best situation for a University of Texas gardener. Right, right. I thought he was making fun of my wife for a second. No. Uh, uh, But anyway. Be careful, Trace. Okay. She doesn't listen, does she? No. Oh, good. Every four to six inch cutting will root. 
Yeah. All right. So if you get a, one of those hanging baskets and you think it might be too expensive, every four to six inches, stick it in the ground. Cut it or stick it in the ground. And it'll root in a matter of seven to ten days. Yes, sir. D- did you have a question? Did you want to be on the air? Oh, okay. All right, well, let's take a break so we can help you. 210-308-8867. Back in a moment with more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM The Answer. Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Give us a call like Marty did at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867 and toll free it's 866-308-8867. Yes sir, you doing okay? Hmm? You doing okay? I'm doing pretty well. I'm just checking on you. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I mean, I was just going to check this has been plugged in has yes it, it has okay. it's not plugged in now because we have trace <laughs> okay. so you're okay you were you were okay then so uh yes that was not the issue huh. um what else you got over there uh, yeah, i'm looking for a question that i got before i, before I walked out the door at home um uh, well let's remind everybody about the uh Tomato top to t- yeah, tomato contest. contest, and uh, so scheduled for uh, June four here at uh, Millburgers. Uh, it should be on the website pretty sudden. It's on PlantAnswers.com. A lot of the information now, and then uh, next Saturday will be an Express News, uh, and uh, well, there, there may be a uh, there may be a short. Uh, Right up uh, in the Express News uh, today. I didn't uh, check well, it out. Okay. But uh, the uh, unbelievable prizes are relatively easy yeah. to, uh, to participate. And, and if you participate, you get a nice little prize. Yeah, cherry tomatoes, the heaviest tomato, and then uh, the regular sized tomatoes like the. Your Green or red. Yeah, your tycoons. Uh, and uh, best, and best of show, yeah, bottom. and the best of show, the top tomato. Yes, yeah. So that'll be. So it's a, a first through third. Now I thought I mentioned in my article that they, if they uh, participate and uh, are one of the winners, they should expect to get interviewed on the radio show. Sure. So we'll find out their tips and tricks. Nobody ever tells us anything, though. <laughs> Apparently, winning gardeners want to keep it all to themselves. Oh, I didn't do anything special. Well, that's so I guess they're so fascinated by that roll of cash gift certificate that they get. The gift certificate, they just, okay. They're focused on spending the gift certificate they want. Everybody gets a $10 gift certificate that participates, but the uh, third prize in every category is $25, $50 for second prize, and 75 for first prize, except for the the uh, grand champion. Yeah, the top status. tomato. It's a hundred. 
dollars. So. so theoretically, you could win. You get something, yeah, you can, and you could win twice. Yeah, so you could actually leave with three yeah. certificates. So you can you can see it's a lot of fun. It's fun watching the. Uh, from it's very here. competitive. Which it is very competitive. Yes. Yeah, that was. Uh, the, I was thinking the same thing. The I would glint, not want to be a judge. glint in the gardener's eyes when they're. They're, they're all <laughs> giving David the evil prizes. eye when he's yeah, looking they, at Yeah, they they're watching him to see what he's doing. It's like, wait a minute, what's he doing? He just walked past. Wait a minute, he didn't look. He didn't give mine a good look. What? What? Hey, hey, you, <laughs> judge, look at those tomatoes. So, so I have a challenge for everybody. Okay, what's your challenge? Save up. Everybody's heard of bad dad jokes. Okay. So now we want bad tomato or vegetable jokes. Oh, for the... Think of them, save them up, and that day, call them in. Okay, I like that idea. That'd be fun. What is it now? (laughs) We want bad tomato and or vegetable jokes. No fruit? Oh, jokes. Sure. Okay. Bad horticulture jokes. Okay. Okay. I I like that. Okay, Uh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Uh... I'll, I'll start collecting some, too. There's no such thing <laughs> as bad horticulture, is there? No, the, the jokes are bad. Oh. All right, we won't go as far as just Aggie jokes. No. <laughs> oh, we don't want Aggie jokes? We do. Well. They it, have to involve planting. Uh, yes. Okay. All right. That's all right. All right. That'll be cool. And uh, we want Millburgers to start a seed collection club. Okay. Okay, so. Got to bring them when Jerry's here so they make it to his refrigerator. Yeah, they got to go. <laughs> So yeah, so like the, uh, and then we'll we'll take those and we'll um, help people get them back, like the uh, Laura Bush petunia and the now the, the, there's little tricks on the top tomato contest that if you uh, follow through the specifications like like you, mm-hmm. uh, you need three or more regular size tomatoes in a display. Yeah, and they should be. The closer they are to being exactly the same, the better chance you have to win. Also, you want a natural setting on the cherry tomatoes. So that that might be seven, that might be nine, and they and they should all be uniform, too. I'd leave them on the vine. What? I'd leave them on the vine. Oh, gosh, yeah. 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 That's what you're. Uh, that there, works there, bad. Isn't there a stipulation on the other ones that they got to have the little? And Jerry, and Jerry always bring, brings up the point. The stem has to be fresh. Uh, that the um, people can't resist if you've got, you got <laughs> two. You, well, you got three pretty uniform, but then you got this third one that's bigger than the others. Yeah. You just can't resist putting that as part of the display. <laughs> you're not going to win with that uh, display if you got three different sized tomatoes. Uh, if the even if they're a little smaller, if they're regular shape, all the same, no blemishes, no bird marks, no uh, <laughs> insect marks, they're they're the best chance to win. Yeah, all right. I've even seen green ones win. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I would, I have a question of that because in the uh, the information I got from the, the, your staff mentioned that it sounded to me like green wasn't allowed this year. We didn't, we didn't change anything. I, I originally, well, in past, we've so, always been able yeah. to do green. You yeah. must have been talking to Mary or something. So we're going to, so we'll, uh, <laughs> so, so we'll accept yes, green. green. You bet we're going to accept, we're going to accept it. There okay. we go. Now, can you win? Maybe. Okay. The decision has seen made. it happen before. Well, yeah, in, the, in those years in past where if you had three uniform green ones, you had a better chance than if somebody that had 
irregular shape. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to assume, and correct me if I'm wrong, the people that, that pick them for HEB, don't they pick them green so they can ripen on the way? They pick the them store? green, what we call green wrap. Okay. And that means, you know, a tomato t- goes from green to uh, whitish. It has a white tinge to it. And then that whitish area turns red. Pink first, then red. So uh, they, they, when they pick them in California and wherever, maybe even Mexico, they pick them where they've got a, some red on them that will ripen. That means they're what we call green, green wrap, and uh, they will go ahead and ripen properly. They're not solid green. But now, they ripen in transit. Right, yeah. From yeah, the right. picking place to the place you're buying them. Yeah, and people always say, well, they don't taste the same in the, in the grocery. They're pretty, but they don't taste the same. Well, that's because they were harvested early. Uh, right. the, the, one, the one tomato, that the, the shape that means the less is the that largest tomato category. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it can be kind of a regular it mean, shape. It means nothing, Wait, in, that nothing in that category. Weight. It's the, it's yeah. the size. That's the key. So I've seen some beautiful ones, and I've seen some mangled ones. Win. Yeah, the the, the oh, our, what, what's that purple that, Cherokee? There was that one that almost looked purple like purple one that we Pur- always purple Cherokee. Yeah, that that one is always kind of odd shape, but yeah, heavy tastes good too. Pretty good producer too. Yeah, it is. Yep, James, give us a call back. We lost you, man. So give us a call back at 210-308-8867. I'm sure we'll see him here. Yeah, James day. competes in it, and uh, he had an Arctic frost question. So. Oh. How's our citrus doing? Oh, it looks good. Uh, lots of lemons and limes. Okay. Not much anything else. Oh, okay. Huh. Very good. People know Satsumas now, huh? Well, I got everything I could possibly get in <laughs> some. and uh, Yeah. So I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm pretty sure I'm the only one that has even lemons and limes. Wow. Yeah. You got uh I bet uh, I brought a I bet l- I brought a thousand lemons in Goodness. between the <laughs> two sources. Yeah, that that uh what is that Meyer lemon? Uh got a question? Did you want to come on the air with us? Okay, here, grab the mic, you'll be on the air, these guys will be able to hear you. Is that the biggest pepper you can grow? <laughs> yes, sir. What's up? I've got this uh, hibiscus bud that's uh, got a lot, about a, looks like a little sugar ants on it, mm. and I can't get rid of them. What's the best way to get get rid of those sugar ants? I've got them on all three of my hibiscus, and they're all separated apart from each other. It's got what on it? Looks like sugar ants. I'll pass it to Jerry in a second. Did huh. you see Trace? Well, it looks, I, I it looks to me like no. they're, they're ants that are taking advantage of your aphids. That's my guess. No, here you go. But they're not, yeah, they are a middle ant. They're not a fire ant. Jerry is now looking at them. cute. The ant's not the problem. It's a repercussion. There you go. I'll give you the mic, sir. So I I don't even have to put my glasses on. You got aphids. Yeah. But, and they're going to the bathroom. Uh Uh-oh. It's sticky and sugary. Honeydew. Honeydew. Okay. And ants will actually farm that. So they will take an aphid from one plant and they'll put it on another plant so they can get even more honeydew. And oh. they, they will protect those aphids from other predators as well. 
Okay, so what's the remedy to get rid of them? Uh, so systemic is always the best choice. So either acephate or middle of corporate. I can show them to you. Yeah, and if you do it, if it was like a okra, you, you might, you, you could use spinosad too because it's labeled for that. But you can also sometimes uh, have a pretty successful uh, a spray with just uh, soapy water or just water to wash them, both the aphids and the ants off. Especially if you're like a, if you're just trying to harvest or uh, get in the garden and uh, temporarily have them clean. But a soapy water solution. So the works works okay. Spinosad. I'll, I'll go show you stuff. What, yeah. What brand? What not, What brand would you? Can I get here that you'd recommend? Uh, you said right, being a hibiscus, I'm going to show you acephate in the middle of corporate. Acid, uh, those acetate. are the two best choices for a non-edible thing. Okay, and does that come in a spray? Follow the label. It comes in a spray. Yeah. yeah. Follow this guy. Okay. I'll show you whatever you need to know. All right. All right. <laughs> Thank you very Thanks, much. Thanks, ma'am. Thanks for coming by. Bye. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eight eight. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you want to know? That's those are, those ants are pretty clever. So they take aphids from one plant and put it on another one, so that they can kind of create their own little aphid farm. I first time I've heard that. Me too. That. Yeah. They, I mean, I, we we've heard that they harvest um, the uh, honeydew and, and everything, but I've never heard them. That's pretty cool. Raising new populations. <laughs> All right, James is back at 210-308-8867. James, what's up with your Arctic frost? Oh, Arctic frost. Uh, real quick, um, it's, it's the one last year had its first fruit on it, and too many. I didn't thin it. Puffy. It didn't taste all that good. But now it is loaded with, uh, I don't know, uh, quarter-sized fruit almost, but tons of them. So I don't remember what y'all recommended on thinning this thing, thinning the fruit. And it's do I do it now when they're this small? I, yes. Yes, you do that when they're small. Yeah. And I I right. did not do it, and I was sorry because they get they they kind of get carried away, and they get uh, especially after they've been through those freezes and things, they're pretty vulnerable. So the yeah. the uh, um, keep them, keep them uh, not, not not overly stressed in terms of the fruit. Try try remove it. Uh, can you guess how many fruits on there? Little. Fruit? Uh, I didn't count, but I'm guessing it's a young tree, thirty to fifty, and it's oh. only about one, two, four and a half feet tall, maybe three feet wide. That's no. Uh, yeah. Take them all off except 15. The 15 fruit on the whole tree. Right. Okay. All right, I'll do that. Hey, just give you an update. I know that uh, up against the uh, end of the clock here, but my Rio Grande goals are loaded with peppers all right. and blooms. And they're all, all right. lime colored. They're lime colored. Um, I don't remember because it's been two or three years. Do you eat them when they're lime colored or wait till they start to turn? If you, see them, if you see them, you can eat them. Okay, that's what I thought. I might, yeah. I might take a couple and eat them this afternoon. There you go. The, there, right, tell us how they are. They start out as lime, and then that turns ye- more yellow. And they go to red eventually. Yeah. yeah. And then a yeah. red, I think, if I remember they, right. They go to orange and then red. Yeah. Right. Okay, but they're edible now. All right. All right. 
Cool, James. All Thank right, you. Austin. Thank you. Bye. All right. Uh, there's a uh, big uh, yellow butterfly out there. I don't, I don't know if it's a giant swallowtail or a tiger swallowtail. I was trying to see the leaf pattern, I mean the wing pattern, to see which one it is. Do you see it, Chair? No. No, I don't see it. Yeah. Hi, do you no. have a question? Do you want to ask it on the air with us? Do you want to ask it on the air with us? We're on the radio. You don't have to. You just talk talk to this guy. You're okay. <laughs> you scaring her away, Melvin. I uh, just uh, some people want to that. One guy wanted to. <laughs> so yes. So what's what else is going on? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was going. Did you find what you found? You want to save that till tomorrow? I think I'll save it till tomorrow. Okay, we'll save it till tomorrow. The, he, I wanted to mention to everybody that. Uh, They've got more, uh, still got some uh, variegated ginger. Oh, yeah. That beautiful thing that I love so much. And uh, it'll do well in the shade, you know, if you want something bright, brighten the shade up. And on a sort of a mild winter, you can can, uh, mulch it and uh, it'll come back. I had one last three or four years coming back and it's uh it's it's a tropical evergreen with dark green and yellow variegated foliage and occasionally white blooms i've never seen white blooms on mine hmm. maybe because it froze down every year plant in partial shade to full shade Good accent plant in shade garden. You know, I, uh, Mr. Moore there at the botanical garden was uh, was actually breeding gingers, and uh, and Greg Grant loved them, loves gingers. Yeah, and uh, was always trying to get me to promote gingers. And I said, okay, we'll wait till they bloom. Oh, <laughs> they called me when they bloomed. So they didn't. They don't bloom much. Oh, okay. But they're a good accent plant. Oh, sorry, no. We were talking about, talking uh, about gingers, ginger. the variegated ginger. It's pretty, and they got a lot of them. And if you haven't planted your blackberries yet, they're still on sale. Uh, and I think there's some still still some cowas down there. That'll be the one with the fruit on it. Okay. Uh, green fruit. But you don't want to eat it green, do you? Uh, I don't know. I you can not. try it. Okay. It'll pucker you up for... All right. Hey, we're, we're just about out of time. Got a few seconds left, so we'll say goodbye for today. Thanks to Al for doing a great job getting all your calls on the air. Thanks to you for listening. Is Al new? No. Just like oh, to well. thank him. And uh, see you tomorrow on The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.